Hi, I'm Ari Kagan, and I like to make things. All kinds of things. Paintings, videos, food, this podcast you're listening to right now. A lot of these projects are self-expression. Most of the time, they're stories about things that I've done, things that I've seen, ideas that I've dreamt up and just need to get out into the world. But out of the many creative outlets, there's one that I've never dared try. Music. You're listening to Things You Don't Need to Know, and this episode is all about how to make a song. I probably listen to more music than 90% of the population, but I fucking hate it because most of it is royalty-free copyright garbage. For example, the song that's playing right now. It's not bad, but it's not good enough to make you feel anything. It exists in that valley of meh. And yeah, every now and then you'll stumble upon a fire track like Bach Prelude in C Major. That's our end song. But for the most part, it's just okay. And just okay is not good enough. So to solve this problem, please welcome singer, songwriter, and American Idol finalist, Hollywood Anderson. My name is Hollywood Anderson. Uh, I'm the GOAT. I make great art with great people. And uh, if you want to make a hit record, call me. So I picked up my phone and called him. He then looked across the table at me very confused. Making a song has always been something that I've wanted to do. Yeah. But it's never struck me. It's never been like, this is the song you got to make. What should I look for? What should I go and, uh, and try to gather for inspiration? I mean, how you believe and how you connect energy to said records really does matter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And a lot of people don't understand that. So they put out songs with no connectivity and they can spark for a couple of weeks or for a year or whatever. But then after that, you never hear them again. Or you go see them live and you're like, this sucks. I'm telling everybody this sucks and I don't want to like pay for that ever again. So I tell people, find what's real to you, what's honest to you. And you go from there. If it's somebody you hate, it's somebody you love, it's a chick you used to bang on, it's a chick that you wish you could still bang on. It could be, hey, I want to eat my mama's cookies today. I don't. I hate my mother's pie tomorrow. It could be whatever it wants to be. It just has to be real and connected to you. And I think once you find that part, uh, whether it's talking about where you're from or you know where you're going, once you find that, you'll find that shit. It's not hard to write a song. I'm going through a list of things in my life right now. Uh, just writing them down on a piece of paper. I don't even know what genre I want to do. Like, where would you go? Where, where, where do you get your inspiration? I think the perfect record to reference for, like, having just a bunch of amazing scenes, as cliche as it might be or a given, is Adele's 19, with a plethora of beautiful scenes. You know what I'm saying? The Alabama shake sound and color was a, a plethora of beautiful scenes. Uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, a plethora of beautiful scenes. Like all, and all the scenes were connected and at the end it makes sense. At the beginning it makes sense. The interlude makes sense. Uh, Beyonce's Lemonade, a plethora of beautiful scenes. Great storytelling, connected energy. So as a creative man, you just have to find your way into that. After this interview, I listened to all those albums in their entirety. And it kind of unlocked something that I didn't really think about before. As a person who makes mainly visual things, I know you probably only know me from this podcast, but I have a YouTube channel, it's just my name, Ari Kagan, and then my full-time job is creating TV shows for a company called Mad Realities. Anyway, like I was saying, until now I've only really seen music in something that assists in telling a story, and not something that can tell a story itself. And I think that that's kind of the problem with royalty-free music, is that it is simply made to assist in telling a story or to be the background for whatever song you sing over it. I know, it sounds ludicrous, and it it seems silly to me now, but I'd legitimately never thought 
of music being its own storytelling vessel until now. Gonna be honest, I feel pretty dumb for not realizing that. Uh, I'm 21 years old. In the same way you would approach uh, outlining a skit, you just can outline a song, but in the, in the reality, when you kind of outline a song, you're actually writing the song. What if I don't have any story that I want to tell? You, you, you can make a song out of anything. You just gotta be walking around in that space to make them. So for me, man, my creative process, as long as it's real, as long as it's something I know people gonna relate to, I'm about getting it down. And not only that, like, I'm really writing based off real shit I'm watching take place all day, every day. So whether it's my life, friend life, roommates, whatever, I'm tapped in, I'm paying attention, you get what I'm saying? Okay, so I find something, I have a story, what's the next step? Do you start with vocals? Do you start with instrumentals? Where do you begin? Let's say I'm the producer. When you come in, I may have like six, eight loops of like somebody playing killer shit on the piano for like eight bars. And some of them may be like killer and complex. Some of them may be like a killer shit that's super simple. And then from there, it's like, how do we find something that works with your natural voice? And then take that natural voice and convey a message that's very concise. So when you're singing in your natural voice or whatever that is, people feel that emotional connection where it's like, fuck, but Ari, he talking that shit, boy. He, he got to make more songs, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a little concerned that I have a terrible voice. That's cool. Can you fix that in post? <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't about fixing that in post. It's about writing a record that speaks to your voice, that allows your voice to communicate the way it's supposed to. That, that's that's what I'm saying, like, you ought to be able to tap in the real shit. Cause once you tap in the real shit, it don't matter what you sound like. Bob Dylan couldn't sing and save his mama from a burning fucking building. I refuse to listen to a Bob Dylan song. But have I ever glanced at some of his lyrics and been like, damn, he was talking some shit? Absolutely. And that's what it's about. So if you can talk some shit, you can write something that works for your voice, God bless you, do that. Don't be caught up in all the other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's just gonna distract you from the end goal. So with all this in mind, I hired a voice coach. I'm Eric Vitro. I'm a voice teacher and a vocal coach. And I have basically been working with people who want to improve their voices and sing my entire life. I started doing it as soon as I could play the piano in grade school. And I've just continued from there. Eric's worked with everyone from Ariana Grande to John Legend. If you go on his website, ericvitro.com, you can see a whole host of many other celebrities, all with incredible voices. So I know I'm in good hands. Have you sung before? No, I'm I'm completely new to everything. I guess, I mean, I would say that I really don't have any musical abilities. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much of having a great voice is something that you're born with versus something you have to practice and hone down? You know, that question, I think... Having a great voice to start with is big. Probably more important than having a good voice is having a good ear. Because if you don't have any sense of pitch, then it's kind of impossible. I think that I have good pitch, but I really don't have any idea. So let's begin the lesson. I usually will start with doing some relaxation exercises. So do you want me to do some? Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. All right, so one would be, I would have you slightly bend your knees and then bend forward. Kind of let your body hang forward like a rag doll. As you breathe in, you might even feel your back expand a little bit, then blow out. Take another deep, silent breath in, quiet. You don't want to gasp. And then as you blow out this time, make a hissing sound and slowly roll back up into a standing position. 
And as you're rolling up into the standing position, let all tightness, tension out of your body. So you're just letting that tense feeling go. And then once you start, once you reach the standing position, take a deep breath and just sigh. <sighs> Sometimes just the act of sighing will really relax your body. I just did it and I feel very relaxed. Oh, good. Another good one would be to just tilt your head slightly forward towards the ground and do a little face shake. Go. After that, I usually like to start my lessons with someone doing a falsetto exercise three times in a row. Great. Did that feel pretty easy? Yeah, it did. It Great. really did. So once you get that, I want you to feel like you're going to speak, but on pitch, and you're just going to go like this. Me, 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 me. So it's almost like you're speaking, but you are doing it on pitch. Try that. Me, 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 me. Am I on pitch at all? Yeah, you are. Wow, that's I. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm very impressed with myself. As silly as that sounds. It does not sound silly at all, and I'm really happy about that. Because you got to start somewhere, and the great thing is if you can feel comfortable about it and enjoy it, that's fantastic. We're going to go to commercial break, but when we come back, I write a song. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is? Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it, been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show, but my listeners wanted to write the ad for me, and here are some of the things they said. Not your regular Juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you'll instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. Welcome back. So here's the deal. I couldn't afford to rent a studio, let alone hire an engineer or producer because I wasted the entire budget gambling in Vegas. See episode seven. So I called my friend Noah, who plays guitar. You might remember him from episode six. He told the story about his marriage. Still divorced. Um, happy to be here. When Noah arrived at my apartment, we had no idea what we were going to make. We hadn't even selected a genre, but we had enough faith in the fact that if we just started playing and we had faith in what we were doing, we would figure it out. We're going to call this episode How to Make a Hit Song in an Hour. We've been working on this for five minutes. We already have, what, the song written? <laughs> no, we, <don't. laughs> we, we know what we're doing, which is much more than we knew four minutes ago. This is true. We decided to write a song about reaching the top of the charts. Yeah. So I think the chorus should be something like, a bullet to the top. I like that. Something like that, like, beaten through the flesh. That's perfect. Is that our chorus? That's pretty good. <laughs> That's terrible. More or less, more or less. And then you have to tell like some story about why you needed to get to this point. Wait, wait. Why the fuck are we doing this? This is like one of the last episodes of the whole series. It should be about the show. 
See what I said? I knew he would come up with something. Every line should be a reference to an episode. Oh, okay. Like, every line should, not directly, but like, you know. So what's the first episode? The first episode is how to defuse a bomb. Okay. I think we, I don't think we have to hit every episode, but I think we should hit like, Minutes. we should really, t we like, you know, it's the things you don't need to know song. That's good. Yeah, and really the whole the whole story of things you don't need to know is a podcast that never made it to the top of the chart. Aww. <laughs> For all you listeners out there, like, feel bad and, you know. Share it with your fucking friends. Anyway. We quickly realized that the pinnacle of musical storytelling was folk music. Also, we only had an hour, so it was pretty much our only option. So we got to work. We need, like, four lines, four lines. to start the song, and then we need the chorus. And then we go to like a whole nother random four lines back to the chorus. That's literally the whole thing is that. You keep doing like... How many times did you do that? I mean, this one does it one, two, three, four, four times. And then you repeat the chorus twice at the end. Much like what Hollywood said earlier, when I found what I really wanted to sing about, it was incredibly easy. And I was able to write the whole song effortlessly. And after writing many, many lines, more lines than we really needed, Noah pulled out his guitar. Oh my god, it sounds good. So if we go C, G, C, F, and that's literally the whole fucking song. Get the lyrics. All right, I am now cutting. We are going to make the song now. What you, are, what you will hear next is music. It all worked out in the end. Some of it didn't. Some of it was fatal. You're tuning in. Whole time been tuned out. Learned a thing or two. Now let's find out what it's about. Bullet to the top. Beaten through the flesh question will we get there answer more or less identify the device don't get the wires crossed time to place a bet am i bluffing take a guess bullet to the top beaten through the flesh Question, will we get there? Answer more or less. Life's a mass wedding of mind control. Learn to cook in jail. Your freedom might be limited, but you don't have to fail. Watch out for Bigfoot. He's holed up in the bush. Started my own country. Feds kicked me in the tush Bullet to the top Beaten through the flesh Question, will we get there? Answer more or less If you want to hear the full song, I've made it available for free on SoundCloud. It's called Bullet to the Top, or you can go to soundcloud.com slash rekagan. The song's also copyright free, and it always will be, so feel free to use it in anything that you want. Just make sure you tag me so that I get to see it. And as always, thanks for listening. Things You Don't Need to Know is a Hyper Object Industries production. The show is written and edited by me, 
Ari Kagan, and produced by Harry Nelson, Claire Slaughter, Jordan Allen, and also me. Our executive producer is Adam McKay. Special thanks to Noah Gaynor for helping with this one. If you like things you don't need to know, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could leave us a review, it really helps the show out. Check out Bolt to the Top on SoundCloud, and I'll see you next week.